You're listening to Good Shepherd Brentwood's Sermon Feed. Today's sermon was preached by Father Fred Schmidt and recorded on Ash Wednesday, February 14th, 2024. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be always and everywhere acceptable to you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. I don't quite remember when I realized that our experience of our families and our upbringing shapes completely what parts of the Christian tradition we become familiar with. My paternal grandfather was Roman Catholic. My grandmother belonged to the Reformed Church. When they married, they were married in the Reformed Church, and my grandfather, who was part of a conservative German-American Catholic community, was excommunicated. Throughout his life, he kept a prayer missal and a rosary by his bedside. And when he died of cancer in the early 60s, he asked that someone come and bring him last rites. The parish was still quite conservative, and the priest refused. And he died without last rites. As a result, my father reacted in a way that was uniformly critical of Catholicism. It was a conclusion he could have arrived at, with regard to a group, on the basis of any one priest or minister's behavior. But that's where he went. And as a result, my father had no knowledge of the larger Christian tradition. He became a fairly generic Methodist in his adult life. My maternal grandfather, on the other hand, and his wife, we're both Scots Presbyterians. And that meant, too, that there was very little by way of a knowledge of the larger Christian tradition that was passed on to me. What I remember of my grandfather's uh, thoughts and beliefs as a man of faith was an admixture of Presbyterianism and various conspiracy theories. So, when I was first exposed to Ash Wednesday and I received the imposition of ashes, I thought, whoa, this is weird. And the message that I heard from experiencing was, dude, you're going to die, so you'd better get right with God because things are not nearly as secure as you think they are. And it struck me as a, a kind of poor moral message to commend a way of life. It sounded like it was tailor-made to engender fear and to drive you into the arms of God for what seemed in a lot of ways the world's worst reasons. But the longer I went through that experience, and it's a spiritual discipline as much as it is worship, 
It's both, really. The longer I experienced it, the more I realized, no, that's, that's not the purpose of Ash Wednesday. The purpose of Ash Wednesday is to acknowledge that we are overshadowed by death. And it is meant to say to us, in the middle of that being overshadowed, that we are, to use an old-fashioned word, beloved of God. We are the objects of God's care. We are the object of God's pursuit. We are the object of God's forgiveness and mercy. And most of all, we are the objects of his abundant love. So you might ask yourself, well, that's great, and that certainly puts the whole thing in a different light, but why the emphasis on sin and the forgiveness of sins and the washing away of sins? Well, the answer to that is, is that it's not enough to be loved. We also need to be healed, to be restored, to be forgiven, to be relieved of the burden that we take upon ourselves to be our own gods. The burden that leaves us feeling that we're maybe right at the edge of all the strength that we have left. The burden that leaves us feeling that we may have outrun our resources to deal with life. The burden that accompanies finding out that no matter how strong we are or how far we run, that there comes a point when we need more. We need grace. We need the presence of God. And what more troubling reminder that that is the fact today, that on this day of all days, 22 more people have been shot in Kansas City, and one person has died. We are, as individuals and as a country, in deep need of all that Ash Wednesday offers us by way of divine mercy, love, and forgiveness. And we are also in need of the strength, of the determination, of the focus to care for those who mourn, to come alongside those who suffer, to stand for justice, to come alongside the poor and to live into that reality which Christ promises us on this day. So I invite you this night to lean on the one that we celebrate who meets us as we are and tells us, you are beloved. You can be transformed. And I make you this promise this night. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you're interested in hearing our sermons in real time, you can check us out at our website, www.goodshepherdbrentwood.org. 
or attend online during our 1015 Sunday live stream on YouTube. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Good Shepherd Brentwood. If you have any questions or comments, or maybe you'd like to meet with one of our clergy, you can email us at office at goodshepherdbrentwood.org. Or if you're interested in visiting in person or have questions about our programs and services, you can text 615-637-3738, where you'll be contacted by our staff. We'd love to meet you.